I'm gonna ask myself a question. What's it like to be a guy? Balls. <laughs> balls. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Balls. Because the point of this question is like, what's it like to be a guy compared to not being a guy, right? So a lot of you men will relate to this and this will be interesting to some of you women, I think. But I'm constantly conscious of my balls because, you know, they're this thing between my legs and it's not like I don't feel it. I always feel it. It's there. So when I sit down... I'm always like adjusting to make sure I don't squish them when I'm walking. And then if I get a bit sweaty, they might start getting uncomfortable or sticky. So like I got to do the sumo. <laughs> my girlfriend loves it when I do this, but like I just adjust my legs, do like a half sumo squat thing. You know what I'm talking about. But the point of that is just to create some space so it all stops sticking. <laughs> The balls grow hair. <laughs> and you know, I don't know anyone else who does this, but I actually wax my balls. Mm -hmm. And here's the kicker. I do it myself. Like a man. Fuck those salons, you know. I've never been to one, but... It's like never going into a woman's bathroom. You kind of know what it's like. Like, I just imagine the smell of lavender. An Indonesian lady. <laughs> or maybe Filipino. And I don't think they want to touch my balls anyway. And I don't want them to touch my balls. Like, get your hands off my balls, woman. I got a girlfriend. I ain't paying you to touch my balls. You can touch other things like my shoulders. Yeah, wax my shoulders. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't have hair on my shoulders, I think. I don't, do people do that? Wax their shoulders? I imagine some people do. Like some really hairy people. Oh boy. Like, you know, the, your shoulder, part of it kind of touches your back. I can imagine some people have hair there. I don't know. And the thing about being a guy, you know, when you get into physical situations where things might get violent, like when you're... I mean, I'm not talking about like a serious street fight with some guy who can't call your girlfriend and your girlfriend's like, please protect me. You're going to let him talk to me like that? Are you actually a man? <laughs> Has that ever happened? Has that ever happened to you? That's never happened to me. My girlfriends of the past and present have been catcalled, but caught my lucky stars. They, they've never asked me to defend their honor. And even if they did, I'm not sure what I would do. Would I like step up? Mm. It's different with my mom. If someone kept calling my mom, I'm going to jail. I don't give a damn. That boy's dead and I'm in jail for life. Okay, I want to rewind a bit. I think I was talking about my balls. Waxing. Ah, I remember now. Yeah, I wax my own balls. 
it takes hours. And I'm not saying that because I got super hairy balls. <laughs> I don't have... Look, I'm not trying to make myself look good or anything. I'm just being completely honest with you. I promise. I've got hair, but like it's not... It's not like Borneo thick jungle, you know? It's more like a unkept lawn. <laughs> Just imagine the difference, okay? It's like an unkept lawn versus a thick Borneo jungle. So if I don't take care, if I don't pay attention to my bowels after a while, it grows a nice, not nice, an unkept lawn. So I used to... Clip, clip, clip and shave, 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 you know, just to make it look pretty, feel comfortable. But my girlfriend told me she waxes. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give that a try. And the reason it takes so long, like hours, I think minimum one hour and then on average two hours. I do it about once a month. Yeah, the reason it takes so long because it's just so goddamn painful. After every pull, I got to go like, I mean, before every time I pull, I'm like, come on, you can do this. You can do this. I don't know if the men listening will relate a lot, but the women will definitely, you know. I don't know why I subject myself to that kind of pain every month, but... I guess I just like the result. It's like really smooth. I look and feel like a porn star. It just feels clean. Less less problems, I guess. And it's nice to do the helicopter as well. Because like I don't feel it brushing against the hair because that's ticklish sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the pee-pee. The pee-pee and the eggs get tickled, you know? They they can't get ticklish. I wonder if, if punanis get ticklish. Hmm. Let me know if punanis get ticklish. You know, you can contact me. However you know how to contact me, you can follow me at harithja underscore on Twitter. I think that's the only place you can contact me, yeah. So just tag me and say, yes, punanis can get ticklish. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about violent situations, right? Okay, let's go back to that. So when you get into a violent situation, like let's say you're horse playing with your bro, you know, like just uh, uh, and then you pretend fighting. Like one of the obvious places to go for is the bowels. When you're play fighting with a woman, that doesn't really come into play because you're not going to aim for the punani, are you? Like, you could, but, like, it would be weird. <laughs> like, like it's. I guess it could be considered harassment if you try to punch or kick a woman in the punani, in the cunt, because you're touching her pee-pee. But if a woman does it to you, I guess it's not sexual harassment. Yeah. So when you get into these confrontations, you got to like keep one hand or use one leg to block any incoming attack on the ball. So it's like one more place of vulnerability. Yeah, when I play fought a lot in boarding school with my, my housemates, you know, they just, <laughs> for no reason, like I'd just be lying down in my bed, just using my phone. They might take like a tennis ball and then just, aim it at my balls and then when it hits my balls I'm like oh 
and then they'd run away. It's like this thing that I'm constantly worried about around people who might pose a threat to me, you know? It's like, I, I, I can seriously, seriously imagine if I get into a street fight with a thugger thugger or like a gangster. Ooh, aku gangster. Oh, gua di kawasan aku sekarang, ha? Kau kurang ajar dengan aku ke? <laughs> So if I run into that guy, like the two things I'd be really worried about. Him hitting my face and my balls. I've never been hit in the balls before, but like I've seen it in front of me. It literally takes your breath away. You're like, <gasps> and then you can't move. You got to collapse on the ground and just wait for the pain to go away. You know what sucks about being human sometimes? Like, why do we get crabs? You know, at least five times in my entire life, I would wake up, like, in the middle of sleep, in the middle of the night. And then, like, I kind of just stretch the wrong way because, you know, I'm, I'm, like, half awake, first of all. Secondly, no one taught me that you can stretch wrong. Like, why are we designed so horribly? <laughs> so... You could stretch like maybe your calf wrong, you'd like tiptoe and then for some, something fucks up without you being able to control. You don't have any control. And then suddenly your, your, your calf is like, <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> and while that's happening, like, what can you do? What can you do? You know, most problems are things you can do to remedy the situation, but not like a muscle cramp. When you're in bed, you just kind of lie down there, sweat in pain, take deep breaths and suffer and just wait for the pain to go away, which it will. And that's the thing. You wait for the pain to go away. You're just sitting there going, ah, 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 and it can last like a minute, two minutes. And you're just there feeling like it's going to stop. But before it stops... Mm. It's one of the things about being human. I want to go back to boarding school. You know, I saw a lot of balls in boarding school. I'm not going to tell you where I went. I don't want to get sued, although I might know how to defend myself. It's the law of defamation and libel. They might say I'm painting a bad picture. But then there's this defense of fair comment. If you are a lawyer and you think I'm wrong, scream it. You'd be like, you're wrong. Go back to law school. So I saw a lot of balls and I was not ready for the first time. The first time was the, after the first, the first morning in boarding school, I woke up, I, I, you know, put, took my clothes off, wrapped my kamaluan, my genitals uh, with towel. I'm not just the genitals. I didn't just wrap my genitals with, I mean, I wore the towel, you know, around your waist. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the little plastic thingy with all my shower stuff. I go to the toilet, which is like it's not just one one shower, right? It's like a it's like a long restroom kind of bathroom place with lots of shower heads. Ah, cubicles, that's the word. Cubicles rhymes with testicles. <laughs> So, you know, the cubicles have doors in that boarding school, but the people didn't close the cubicles? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. They would share the cubicles, like not one at a time, <laughs> not one at a time. <laughs> like they would, one guy would go in and wet himself, come out, shampoo his hair while he's shampooing his hair. Another guy would step in, wet himself, come out. And then the guy who shampooed his hair will go, go back in and rinse. It's like that kind of sharing. So in that process, balls everywhere, peepees, dicks. <laughs> Up to that point, I would have been, I think, 14 or 15 years old. I've never seen another dick in front of me, except for baby dicks. Everyone's seen baby dicks, right? So except for baby dicks, I've never seen another another dick. And like the first time I saw a dick, I saw like 12 dicks. Like, there was no foreplay, no easing in, just suddenly 12 dicks. Like, I was like, God damn it, that's a lot of pubic hair everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. You know, I I did have a lot of sex education growing up. And I guess as a young kid, I would watch a bit of porn and there's not a lot of hair on peepees and porn is there. So I had hair at the time and I thought... Oh, that looks like a lot compared to the porn peepees. Am I just a hairy guy? I don't know. And the first day of boarding school, I found out I was not a hairy guy. (laughs) Oh my God, it was awkward. And then everyone was just chill, taking a shower, and I was just there going, oh, fuck. Did I close the door my first time? Yeah. And I got heckled for it. I don't know why you would heckle a guy. But yeah, I got a lot of shit for closing my door. And then after that, I gave other, my juniors, I gave my junior shit for closing their doors. Mm -hmm. Hypocrite! Yeah, go fuck yourself. (laughs) We're we're all hypocrites. Hi, and welcome to Harith Je, episode three. I'm super thrilled to have you here. I hope you enjoyed my 14-minute monologue about balls. (laughs) I can't believe I managed to speak for 14 minutes about balls. So I hope if you're a guy, you can relate to it. And if you're a woman, you have a better idea of what it's like to be a, a man now. A dude. What's up, dude? If you enjoy what you've enjoyed so far, please consider clicking follow if you're on Spotify. The best thing you can do. Paling terbaik anda boleh buat. I don't know why that just sounded like a Melayu Hitler. Hidup Melayu, Melayu mesti bangkit bersama Yahudi. No, no, Arif. <laughs> that was the. Oh, I, I, I woke up something really dark inside me just then. Like I felt really energized and powerful. I gotta keep that in check. That's really dangerous. <laughs> I love all you non-Malay friends. I don't look at you as as foreigners you know this is all tanah aiku sekali i love you okay i love you so much there's no part of me that's malay supremacist i promise you that was just a bad moment (laughs) as i was saying the best thing you can do please tell a friend about harith ja and if you're more inclined to content that's like uh, in bahasa melayu you can go check out my other podcast which is nadi Kita, N-A-D-I, like pulse. Kita as in us. Nadikita. Technology is growing pretty fast at an alarming rate. 
they're saying technology is going to become more human-like as time passes and then eventually they're gonna surpass us got some like sci-fi movie vibes but it's blanking on me i don't know why i can't think of any sci-fi movies where ai robots take over the world if you know what is any such movie just scream it if you're in your car driving if you're taking a shit just scream it i robot i robot i think that's one is that with will smith Mm. is blade runner like that i think blade runner is one is part of that genre genre (laughs) you're lying to yourself if if the first time you saw g-e-n-r-e you said it right huh genre Hmm, fuck you you said genre or genre it's like croissant took me a while to say it properly croissant (laughs) quesadillas (laughs) I remember being in Chile's. Uh, yes, can I have the uh, fish and chips, the Cajun fried chicken, and the quesadillas? <laughs> you know, at the same time, everyone, anyone who says croissant like that, I mean, it's the right way to say it, but isn't it this weird thing where if you say it right, you're super pretentious? Like, even if you're French. Ah, come on, you dick. Just say croissant like a normal person. <laughs> I want to go back to technology. I'm so sorry. I keep diverting. Diverting. Is that the right word? I keep changing. I'm going on tangents. That's the right. Tangent. Cosine. 90 degrees. (gasps) Math flashbacks. Oh, God. Math was uh, torture for me in boarding school. I did well. I was a good math student, but I was not as good as like my school had a lot of scholars. You know, these freaking geniuses that made me look bad. So I had a... Like, it's one of those things where you're good enough. Like, I, I got A's in maths, but not, or mathematics. What's the right way to say it? Whatever, maths. I got A's, but like, they were getting A stars. And for some reason, I felt really dumb. So it's one of those things where if you're not careful about your self-esteem, you feel really shit about yourself. I'm sure a lot of you can relate. So, you know, I'm not some kind of motivational speaker. But I just want to tell you, if you ever feel shit about yourself when it comes to anything in your life, like you're not good enough, take a second to look at your surrounding and see, like, am I comparing myself to some kind of ridiculous standard? Let's say you're earning something like 4,000 ringgit working a job and you feel like you're not getting paid enough. I, I know you, you might be tempted to think, fuck, my pay is so low. I feel so shit. I feel like a worthless piece of shit. But at the same time, I want you to consider what's the national uh, income in this country. It's around, it floats around 3,200, if I'm not mistaken. So you're earning more than the national average. You are more comfortable than most people in this country. And even if you earn the average or even below average, why do you have to feel shit about it, you know? Okay, feel shit about it, but don't feel so shit about it. (laughs) You can see why I'm not a motivational speaker. The point of it, friend who's listening, I just want you to not feel so shit, okay? Thanks. All right, (laughs) let's see if I can get you to laugh a bit. I'm talking about technology. Technology is growing fast. They're saying technology is going to become more human-like as time passes and then soon they're going to surpass us. And then I talked about iRobot. Now, here's the thing about technology. I feel like it's really happening like... I'm having relationships with my devices. And here's what I mean. When you think relationships, what do you th- what do you think? Like 
uh, a give and take, like something that has communication, right? No. For me, when I think relationships, I think about arguments. And that's because of my own personal traumas that I have to work on. <laughs> I need therapy. No, I'm actually in a really happy relationship right now. We barely fight. And by barely, I mean really. If we saw each other 99 days, we might have one small argument on one day. But otherwise, we just talk about our disagreements and our problems in a really mature way. And I'm really blessed But the point is, I used to have really dysfunctional relationships that tortured me emotionally. And I felt shit about it because I had a really good life. But I was super miserable because I was having arguments with this beautiful girlfriend who was great. It was a great human being in general, but I guess wasn't for me. We weren't compatible and we would fight all the time. Now that to me, in my mind, is a relationship. And I think I'm in a dysfunctional relationship with my phone. I talk to my phone, you know, I go, Siri, can you remind me to do this? Remind me to do that. And then he's like, yeah, my Siri is a dude, by the way. I know my brother calls me gay for having a male Siri, but fuck my brother. (laughs) It's like, I'm just, I can't be fucked to change it. Yeah. So I'm in a gay relationship with Siri. (laughs) I'm trying not to laugh so much in my episodes, but I can't help it sometimes. I'm in a gay relationship with Siri and my Siri is just so horrible at listening. Like I'm not a fast speaker in general. Like I think I have a medium pace and medium to slow sometimes, sometimes damn slow, especially when I'm thinking out loud and I'm talking. But Siri is like no patience. Like, like, hey Siri, please remind me to tell my uh, friend about night. All right. I've added it to reminder. Fucking hell, I'm not done. Can you, can you wait? <laughs> hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Oh, he's ignoring me. Hey, Siri. Fuck you. I won't respond to that. Bitch, you see what I mean? Just horrible at communicating. So, like, to get Siri to do what I want, I gotta be like, hey, Siri. Remind me to remind myself to remind my dad to remind myself tomorrow at 10 p.m. to do the thing to buy the thing. Okay, your reminder is set for tomorrow at 2200 hours. You see? You see what I mean? It's only when I speak at that pace that this fucker listens to me. And like sometimes it it, it really gets to me, gets on my nerves. Like I get really mad because let's say it's like 11.30 p.m. I'm in bed and I'm trying to just remind myself to do something for work. I'm exhausted and the phone's not super near. So I'm just like, hey, Siri, please remind me to. And then it's like, sorry, I didn't catch that. Or. <laughs> okay, add it to reminders. Fuck it out. <laughs> you see, when I don't want it to listen, it listens. I'm in a really weird relationship with my phone. And I swear at some point where we're going to have weird relationships with everything. Like imagine socks you can charge. I'm pretty sure those exist already. I think you 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 have like heated socks. <laughs> like you can already charge your toothbrush. It's like everything needs to be charged. Technology. I wonder like if one day I would need to charge my dick. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
hold on. Like, why would you need to charge your dick? I'm trying to think about that. Okay, let's imagine this. So you have a pee-pee problem and your pee-pee doesn't like to get hard. So you get some technology in your pee-pee that helps you get hard, but it needs battery power. So you charge your pee-pee, USB-C. <laughs> Wireless charging for your pee-pee. <laughs> Honey, don't forget to charge your pee-pee. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh shit, it's my anniversary and I did charge my PP. Oh, it's okay. We've got wireless. <laughs> you know, I heard I think some phones you can like share power or something. So like what if your vagina, your punani is fully charged and the PP is not fully charged. So your wife says, "Honey, I want some play play time, some PP touch." And then you're like, Oh, sayang, I'm so sorry. I didn't charge my pee And she's like, it's okay. I just upgraded. We can share power. That's the thing about human beings. La. I mean, we can make anything sexual. And like, I guess I'm one of the guys who just talk about it, but I know we all do it. You're all horny motherfuckers, right? <laughs> I've got a maid at home. And I know a lot of people get triggered when people use the word maid. Whether it's degrading or not, I haven't come to a conclusion personally because I'm not informed. Like, is it important? First of all, that's the question you need to ask. Is it really important whether or not you call the person working in your house a maid or not? And I don't know what the answer is. And I'm not going to attempt to find... I'm not going to attempt to answer that now because I'm lazy. I'm tired. It's off to work. Oh, look, my girlfriend is calling me. I'm just going to put that at silent first. Thank you for bearing with me. Yeah, let's talk about maids. For the purpose of respect, I think in case some of you really feel strongly about this, I'm just going to move forward and refer to them as helpers. So I've got a helper at home and we don't call her Kaka, we call her Bibi. She's been working with us for 13 years from Indonesia. And you know, throughout those whole 13 years, until today, the kind of relationship we have, you know, after all that time, no one knows what the fuck she says when she talks. Yeah, that's right. In the 13 years of staying with us, she has not picked up Malay. She's so stubborn, she just speaks Indonesian. Like, no one understands what the hell she says. So I'm going to attempt to impersonate it for you. Ah, bang! And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just like, Apa? Oh, beli ayam eh. Beli ayam eh. kucing mana bapak boleh. 13 years. I love her so much. She takes good care of me and my brothers. She keeps the house spotless. We pay her well. 
we respect her. But just sometimes, you know, I just want to have a heart-to-heart talk with her. I just want to get to know her as a human being. But I feel like I'm never gonna like penetrate that barrier. Ooh. When I said penetrate, just be honest with me, okay? When I said penetrate, did your mind go to a sexual place? Come on, be honest. Okay, if it did, I just want to say, ha ha, what did I say? Humans are fucking sexual. If you didn't, then yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm the dirty motherfucker, fine. <laughs> I don't want to penetrate my maid. Help her, help her. <laughs> I don't want to penetrate my helper. She's 40. Oh, God, I know. You're like, what's wrong with 40-year-olds? God damn it. I can't make anybody happy, can I, huh? Everybody's just too goddamn triggered all the time. Can you just chill? Jesus. Huh. Is it weird for Malays to say Jesus? I mean, what would the... What would the equivalent be of Jesus? I know some of you, especially if you're Malay. If you're Malay, you're thinking, oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Like Jesus is supposed to be like if you use it in the wrong context. So Jesus is the Christian God. But you say Jesus like as kind of a cuss, right? Like as a swear word, like when you're shocked or surprised, Jesus Christ. So Muslims, we say, Ya Allah, Ya Tuhan ku subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what Malays do. But you don't really hear them refer to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And I'm not going to attempt that out of respect. But I'm just going to be silent for five seconds so you can imagine cussing with the Prophet. <laughs> I didn't do it, but I was thinking about it and I made myself laugh. Do Hindus use their gods? Like, I'm thinking about it. What if someone steals their chapati and do they go like, Oh my God, Lord Rama! Sometimes I wonder if, you know, where I make myself laugh like that. Like, does that bother you? Like, I I really wish I had, like, live feedback, like a poll, so I would get feedback. Because if it's it's detrimental to the experience, I wouldn't want to laugh so much. But Lord Rama! Oh, Vishnu, my chapati! (laughs) No, here's the thing. When you guys heard that, I know, okay, I know because you you triggered Malaysian fucks. Some of you would be like, hey, man, that's racist. And if you feel that way, I apologize that you feel that way. This podcast is not for you. At the same time, if you were not triggered, confirm you're Indian, right? (laughs) This is one of the things I really love about Indian people. When you... When you make jokes about like certain stereotypes, they tend to be well-spirited. I'm talking about most Indians in my life. So I hang around cool Indians. They're fine. You know, when I make an Indian joke, they just make a Malay joke. Hey, Melayu, you bodo. You know, stuff like that. (laughs) 
I came up with the lamest Melayu stereotype. I'm sure there are tons, but none are coming to me at the moment. But keep in mind, I guess sometimes those stereotypes get a bit touchy. I guess I would stay away thing from things like like skin color when it gets too dark. Like, hey, manakau, manakau. You know, we've all heard that joke to some extent. I mean, when we were kids, I guess it was funny. But, you know, I don't know why. I can't verbalize it, but it's jokes like that that I don't find funny. I, f- I find offensive. And I don't know why. I don't know why this is offensive and that I don't find offensive. Something I struggle with personally. And I will get educated about it. Educated. If you got that reference, hats off to you. Here's a gold star. Well done. Go fuck yourself. That last bit, when I say go fuck yourself, I say that with love, yeah? Okay, where was I? Oh, yeah, just stereotypes. Yeah, so when I when I make accents at Indians, I've never met anyone that was uh, offended by it. Singaporeans are different. I hear they get offended by it. Where It's like accents in this country, I guess, is just one of those acceptable things for now. I'm, I feel old sometimes. I don't know what's acceptable and what's not. How did I get here? <laughs> I, was, I wanted to talk about my Bibik. I love her, Bibik. Kusayang dia. Tapi, I mean, sometimes I feel she's a bit cuckoo. She's breeding cats in my house. So I started with three cats. And then like... Without us knowing, she would breed them with like outside tomcats. Like, the, are they called tomcats? <clears throat> are they called tomcats or stray cats? I'm not sure. So we get like at this point, my house has more than sixteen cats, and she would just hang out with them. She's becoming like a crazy cat lady. I don't know what it is. Is it a woman thing to be crazy about cats? I mean, they already have a pussy. Cheap joke, Harris. Cheap joke. <laughs> if you came here for quality comedy, uh, I would refer you to something else. <laughs> My name is Harith. Uh, there's another Harith. He's probably a lot funnier than me. So you go check out his Netflix special. Ooh, free plug. You know, I met Harith a long time ago. When you watch his videos, he looks like a big man, doesn't he? It's because he's kind of fluffy. And if you don't know what fluffy means, uh, I guess um, the nice way to put it would be the would be the medical term. He is overweight. His BMI is not optimal. Yes, fat. <laughs> What? Oh yeah, so I've met Harith and he's he's actually short, but you know, short is subjective. So I'm 173 and he was a few inches shorter than me. I went up to him and I said, hi, my name is Harith. And then he said, oh, what a lovely name. (laughs) We took a picture together. It was cool. But here's the interesting thing about Harith, yeah? So when I meet people who are, you know, like people in demand, not like average people like me. When I meet people who know people, you know those kind of people? 
<laughs> Am I making any sense? People who know people, like people who work as journalists and they work in radio radio stations, newspapers, so they come across celebrities time to time. Like, it seems like so many people have bad things to say about Harith. Like, they call him stuck up, proud. And when I met Harith, I didn't get that impression at all. Yeah. He was. He just seemed like a rich guy who owns a bar that does comedy. Hmm. He's a Malayu guy who owns a comedy club that sells alcohol. Is that legal? Hold on. Let me call Jakim right now. Hold on. Bear with me. Oh, no. I want the peep peep to... Okay, here you go. I want this to be as realistic as possible. Okay. Yeah, Assalamualaikum. Hi, Jakim. Ah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking for someone who can speak English, can or not? Oh. Tak ada eh? Don't have? Okay, never mind. Uh, terima kasih, terima kasih. Okay, bye-bye. Damn it. <laughs> okay, I feel like that was one of those things that is just totally lame or like damn funny. <laughs> And comedy is subjective. So if you're one of those people that found it funny, yay! <laughs> I'm glad you're with me on this journey to waste each other's time. <laughs> Do you feel good about yourself, huh? Listening to me for 37 minutes talk about balls. <laughs> you're proud of yourself, huh? Is this what you want to do with your life? You could be listening to BFM. Mm, that was horrible. <clears throat> you could be listening to BFM 89.9. Be fucking Malaysian. <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> you could be listening to BFM, you know, getting the news on what's up with Kari Jamaluddin. You could be learning about what's going on in the US presidential election. You could listen to podcasts about NGOs and doing your part to end world hunger. But no, you're here listening to me talk about my balls. And I love you for it. I love you so much. Please don't leave. Please. <laughs> all right. That's all the time I have today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I love you. Uh, uh, the next episode, I'm going to have a friend over and she's way more hilarious than me. So I think you're going to like that. Once again, if you enjoyed this as much as I have, please tell a friend, tell a friend. Have a wonderful day ahead. Bye bye. <laughs>